You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. With wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Um, I just want to quickly ask someone, what does it mean to be filled? Anybody? Please help. Let's, let's have a conversation. What does it mean to be filled? You can shout it out. Hmm? To satisfy. Okay. What else? Who else? Come on now. Hey. To be empowered. To be what? To be occupied. Okay. I like that. Any other one? Sorry? Overflow. Okay. Um. So I'll just read dictionary meaning of what it means to be filled. Um, it means to cause a space or container to become full or almost full. It means to supply or provide to the fullest extent, to fill up, fill up to the brim, fill to the overflow, um, top up, charge, occupy all of. Um, one more question. Can anybody be filled? Can, I mean, we're talking in the context of spiritual things now. Can anybody be filled? Do, you, do we think anybody can be filled by the Holy Spirit? Like, just anybody, random. Okay. So, so okay, let me go away from the spiritual one. Let's talk about the physical. Can anything be filled? So, can you fill a bottle of Fanta with Fanta inside? Can you feel it? Ah, guys, now, please, now. Let's have a discussion. You can fill it up with water when it's already full to the brim. Okay. Um, let me quickly read a scripture from the book of John, chapter 14, verses 15 to 17. Is there anybody there? I'd like us to just read together. Anybody there? Okay, it's on. Okay. Okay, let's start. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Um, now, before Jesus left the earth, he did promise that we would receive, um, there was a promise given to believers, which was the Holy Spirit, promise of truth, and the fact that the Holy Spirit was going to bring us into all truth, he would teach us all truth, he would guide us, you know, and all of that, and, you know, Jesus had to go for the Holy Spirit to come. Um, now, I'd just like to lay, say say something that if, if you're not born again, right, there's really not much that the Holy Spirit can do in you or through you because you're not open to the workings of the Holy Spirit. I mean, it says here that um, the Spirit of, the, of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. So the world, as it were, is blinded by, is blinded to the workings of the Holy Spirit or understanding. The Bible says that the word of God is foolishness to the world. 
so the world does not understand they cannot comprehend the things of the spirit it sounds foolish um, when we talk about faith and all that when you go and tell the common man that they said i should empty my bank account and so you see the public are you like are you mad like you know something is wrong with you but to us because we understand that it is the instruction of god and it is the working of the holy spirit the conviction of the holy spirit right that allows us to obey and do the commandments of god so that's why i asked that question if we think because i wanted to be sure um what we really think about the feeling of the holy spirit if we think okay it's for everybody but it's not for everybody because um your heart has to be sold out to god as it were so if, if you're born again then the holy spirit can come because you have received him and you're open to him you are surrendered to him but if i'm still struggling if I, i'm still bitter if i'm still angry i'm not open i'm i'm i don't believe because the key word there is believing if i don't believe then the holy spirit can cannot really you know have his way in us um i wrote something here being filled with the holy spirit means to walk in the fullest capacity that god intended for his children and it also means to be fully submitted to the control of the holy spirit now to be filled with the holy spirit um in my own understanding it means i'm totally surrendered to the holy spirit it means the holy spirit has full control over what i say over what i do over my thoughts over my life right um we see key people in the bible like daniel like jesus like peter like john who were filled with the holy spirit um you know before stephen was stoned the bible talked about the fact that i'm being filled with the holy spirit he then started to say oh you know um, god forgive them because they don't know what they're doing have mercy on them and 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 you know when you're when you're filled with the holy spirit it makes all the difference so abilities are being awakened um let's let's think about someone who was timid before i mean fulabi has shared his god experience on how he was very very timid right and coming to know god coming to that place where he allowed the holy spirit to walk Bible says that the Holy Spirit works in us to will and to do of his good pleasure. So he got to that place where he allowed the Holy Spirit work in him, work through him, work with him. Right? And all of a sudden timidity just you know, it's not like he might not struggle once in a while, but he has control. It is the Holy Spirit in him. It's not for Labi. It's the Holy Spirit. It's not Nene. It's the Holy Spirit that makes all the difference. um so someone has phobia for talking to people for standing here and talking to people it's the holy spirit that will give that person boldness to be able to stand and talk about the things that he wants to talk about um it just is without the holy spirit as children of god we cannot live to our fullest potentials um so what is that thing that god has called you to do purpose you have an idea business idea and you think that it is i mean it's all well and good go to business school learn about entrepreneurship learn these things but the truth is without the holy spirit you would not fully maximize that potential that god entails for you to 
So there's a level that God calls us and expects of us to get to, right? And without the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the one who will guide you step by step. He gives strategies. The Bible talks about the fact that God makes kings. He unseats and he sits. The Bible talks about the fact that God has deep mysteries. He teaches us deep mysteries. So there are deep things of God that without the Holy Spirit, we cannot really access. Scripture talks about the fact that um, which man can know the things of God except his spirit. So it is by the spirit of God that we can know these things. How can I really know the mind of God? How can I really be filled with the wisdom of God? It is by the Holy Spirit. I'd just like to talk, just touch on a few things which I think um, are the, you know, what, what happens when we're filled with the Holy Spirit. So let's talk about Daniel. Daniel walked in the spirit of discernment. Um, you know, we see where they were brought to the king's palace. And, I mean, they laid a bouquet before him, a banquet, rather, before them. And said, oh, eat. A normal person would be like, ah, wow. So I'm going to Asso Rock. I mean, really, I mean, Asso Rock. <laughs> and they laid the finest meals before you. Why not? Please, by all means, small chops, um, the whole nine yards, everything, salad, the one you've seen before, the one you've not seen before, the one you know, the one you don't know, they lay before you. I mean, the natural thing, the natural tendency is to eat. Because you feel, ah, it's my president, I mean, ah, because by the next thing you're on Instagram, like, ah, he went to Asso Rock, he's dining and whining with kings. But it struck me that Daniel, Daniel, Daniel stopped and said, no, how about you give us time he took out time, right, to fast and pray. And, and then it was because he was filled with the Holy Spirit that he was able to make the decision to say, oh, why not give us vegetables? Why not give us fruits? Why not give us this type of food to eat? So what am I saying here? That, that speaks to me about the fact that when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, right, you walk in discernment. You are discerning of the times and seasons. You are discerning of, of your environment. It's not everything that is presented to you that seems good, that's good for you at that time. So you, it is by the feeling of the Holy Spirit that you know what decision to take at every step of the way. Daniel should have eaten that food because, I mean, he was, in that time and place, he was, as it were, elevated in the highest, what was the highest honor a person could be given than to be called to the palace of the king and given a banquet. But he chose not to eat it. He chose not to. It's by the feeling of the Holy Spirit. You know, if you have, if, you're, if you go somewhere and they lay food before you or they give you a drink, I mean, it's okay to accept it. But it's by the feeling of the Holy Spirit that you know whether or not at that time you should drink it or not. Because the truth is, that the Bible says that we should not be um, ignorant of the devices of the devil. Now, I'm not saying that every time they give you drink, oh, devil is chasing you. No. I'm just saying that by the feeling of the Holy Spirit, you are discerning of times. You, are, you understand what to do per time. You understand 
the right decisions. You, you make accurate decisions. The Holy Spirit, when he comes upon you, the Bible says that you receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, which means you receive power to also walk in the supernatural. You know, um, we see people all around us. Um, maybe someone is sick. It's because you have the feeling of the Holy Spirit. There's power at work in you, flowing in your hands to be able to lay hands on that person and the person will receive their healing. The Bible says that um, he who believes in me, greater works shall he do than this. So talking about the, feelings, feel, um, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, it enables us to walk in wisdom. Wisdom beyond the normal man's capacity. You know, there's someone I like so much, when she talks about her business, a lot of it comes from the Bible. Or most of her strategies, what she was able to do from the Bible. Um, even when we read the Bible, you know, it's, it's not by our normal human comprehension that we can interpret, oh, this is what the Bible says, Yes, it is by the Holy Spirit. So the truth is, the majority of what we would do, what we would accomplish as children of God, is by the filling of the Holy Spirit. Now, one of the evidences of being filled with the Holy Spirit is praying in the Holy Ghost. I'll, I'll talk about that, which is what we call baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I talked about the fact that the Holy Spirit teaches us and guides us in all truth um, because that's his assignment. So we need to learn to lean on him to guide us, to teach us what to do at all times. Um, if you see a man that is filled with the Holy Spirit, he, his own life is different. You can tell the difference. There's, there's a difference in, in the character of the man from the next Christian. There's just a difference. You can tell in the way he talks, in the way he responds, in the way he acts, in the way he even responds to offenses. So even being filled in the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, you, you are able to harness it. You're able to. So this fruit of the Holy Spirit that we talk about, long-suffering, patience, kindness, love, faith, these things, you are able to harness it because you are filled with the Holy Spirit. And, you know, it's a daily thing. It's not being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's not that maybe one day, you just received it and then you went. Talk about Jesus. After the Holy Spirit came upon him, he immediately went to pray and fast. I would imagine that ah, uh -uh, Holy Spirit descended. You still went to go and do forty days pray and fasting. Ah, uh -uh. because he needed to, he needed to, as it were, maintain that feeling. In quote, I don't know if anybody gets what I what I mean by that. It's consistent. It's not a one-day thing. It doesn't, I mean, if when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you don't just leave it there and say, oh, I've been filled. Okay, let's go. Then you forget to harness it. You forget to build a relationship. You forget to stay in that place. Being filled is not a one-day thing. It's consistent, consistent. The Bible says that we should pray and fast consistently. Without season, we should pray without season. So, which means that we should spend time with God every time, every day. You know, it's when um, I think it was Pastor Idris that said that prayer determines the quality of your life. So, the more I spend time with God, 
the more I'm being filled with the Holy Spirit. The more I read his word, the more I'm being filled. The more I worship, the more I'm being filled. Um, I like to talk up, touch on being baptized, you know, with the Holy Spirit. Um, when Jesus was baptized in Acts 2, um, sorry, in John, in John, he didn't immediately, I don't know if anybody really noticed, but he didn't speak in tongues. Am I correct? Did he speak in tongues? He didn't. Which means that being baptized um, um, the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues, is one of the evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Does anybody understand? Praise God. Please, I hope I'm making sense. Okay. Um, so being baptized and, and in, in the manifestation of praying in the Holy Spirit is one of the evidences of being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's a, it's a total package, right? It's not, there's, you cannot separate one from the other. So the reason why I will be able to even pray in tongues in the first place is because I am filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has come upon me, you know. Um, I like to talk about the giftings of the Holy Spirit. That's another evidence, being filled. Um, you know, after Jesus was baptized, he went around doing great works. He was healing. He was casting out demons. He raised the dead. It's because he was being he was filled with the Holy Spirit. There's, you know, it's not. I think that sometimes when we read the Bible, we just see that Ah, Jesus is you, you are the Son of God. You know, the reason why he came to earth to lay all of those precedents was so that he could show us that we could do it. That there's just nothing to it if only we would give of ourselves. Jesus came in human form. He came in form of man, right? So that he could show us that, look, I'm, I'm, I'm coming in human form to show you that I can feel what you feel, the pain you feel, the constraints you feel. I mean, because he, he was on earth like, and he was carrying on like a normal man would do. So you have your daily job, you have your businesses, you have your worries as you were. And if we think that Jesus didn't have his own, um, I won't say limitations, I would say, as it were, contentions, yes, contention is the word. Then I think we need to go back and check the Bible. He had contentions. The ones who ought to support him were the ones against him. The Pharisees, the Sanhedrins, all of them. These were supposed to be bishops at the time. So which means that if we, we have our weaknesses, right? But Jesus came to show us that even in that state of your weakness, you can still be filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and, and in, you know, that's, that's what the Holy Spirit even wants to do, to show the world that, look, I can use a vessel that surrendered to me to show you that the Bible says that he uses the foolish things to confound the wise. So if you think that you're wise, you think that you know, no, show me a man that's being filled with the Holy Spirit and I'll show you, you that you know nothing. My own quote, right? So um, I talked about walking in power. If you're not being filled with the Holy Spirit, you can't walk in power. What does it mean to walk in power? So, I heal the sick, I raise the dead, I command dead things back to life. That's walking in power, supernatural power. 
you know, all of these things, as I said, they're, they're, it's, it's a total package, you know. Um, I want to talk about Peter and John. You know, after they were preaching in the temple, they were arrested, and they brought them before the Pharisees, you know. And remember that these were people that were picked in their crudest form, in quote. So they were not very refined people. They were not very educated. And so when they were brought before the Pharisees, they, they had known them when they were with Jesus, right? And after Jesus had left, so it was like, okay, I've put the ministry in your hands. Now you take it from where I left off. And then they started to talk to these Pharisees and started to speak. And then they were confounded, like, is this not the same Peter and John that we knew? They could not speak good English now. Like, they're not educated. They didn't know their left from their right. So, I mean, their speech has changed. Like, the way they talk. That speaks to me about the fact that with the Holy Spirit, right, there's a refinement of some sort. So, he's the quality in our lives. That's what it is, basically. Without the Holy Spirit, we're I don't know. As children of God, there's really not much to us. Or let me use myself. There's not much to me. Right? Um, I want to talk about the fact that the, the disciples walked in boldness. They're bold. They're bold to talk about God. It's by the feeling of the Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm sorry, I just keep repeating it. Yes, that's what we're talking about anyway. So it's by the feeling of the Holy Spirit. They were bold to preach about Christ, even up to, you know, Stephen is just a perfect example of one that was filled with the Holy Spirit. He was <clears throat> still bold enough to still preach the gospel, even till death. It takes a man that's filled with the Holy Spirit to do that. Ah, police is coming. I'm coming. You will, you will turn the, the other way. Really, that's the natural reaction. If they say, oh, no, don't preach in buses, you know, we'll say, ah, give to Caesars what is Caesars, right? Let's obey the law, and we'll turn the other way. It's the natural thing to do. It's just the natural tendency. But it takes him. I'm not saying that you should go to the place where they put post and say, don't preach here. Then you now say, ah, Jesus, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that at the time... You know, Stephen walked, as I said before, walking in instruction. So you know what to do per time, right? Which means that the Holy Spirit will always direct you where to even go to preach in the first place. So if he's the one directing you to go to that so-called place where they said, don't preach, you know you are going there on assignment. And miracles would always surface. Always. From the seemingly impossible things when the Holy Spirit says, go. It will all, miracles always surface. Let's let's think about it. Miracles will always there's there's a reason why he's saying go there in the first place. There's there's just a reason. Um, other things, faith, courage. You know, understanding the times and seasons. The Bible talks about the men of Issachar who understood the times and seasons. I don't think they understood it just by themselves. I think they understood it by the Holy Spirit. I think that when we read the, whole, the the Old Testament, we think that the Holy Spirit wasn't really... How many of us have ever thought like that? Like, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was not really there like that. Come on now. Let's, let's be real. I used to think it before. But I think that the Holy Spirit was at work. 
Because it is by the Holy Spirit that Daniel was able to prophesy. It's not by his own. It is by the. It's by the Holy Spirit. Let's read. I mean, in Genesis, what did the Bible say? The Bible says, "Let's form man in our own image." The Bible talks about the fact that the Holy Spirit was brooding upon the waters, upon the firmament, right? Which means the Holy Spirit has been there from time immemorial. Who is the Holy Spirit? It's the Spirit of God. Maybe sometimes we think he's different from God. So maybe that's why we then think, oh, ah, he was not there. We not see any workings of the Holy Spirit. But he was there. Because without him, right, you cannot... I mean, you can't... Which giftings do you want to work in now? It's not the giftings of the Holy Spirit again. And we could see that Daniel worked in the giftings of the Holy Spirit. He, he could interpret dreams. Even Joseph, he could interpret dreams... Um, Visions. He, he saw visions, right? He had the spirit of discernment. That is a gift of the Holy Spirit. So these are just things that happen. These are things that we get when we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And it, a lot of times, sometimes it can come by, so we you come to a gathering like this, and a man of God lays hands on you. He has released the power of the Holy Spirit upon your life. The Bible says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Right, so it can come by even us just giving our lives to Christ, um, and I'll butcher that by talking about the fact that you know when Jesus was baptized, it signified a person giving his life to Christ, and so that's why when someone gives their life to Christ, we do water baptism. That's the whole sense. Like we receive you, um, you know. I mean, it's something to be celebrated. So it was done in the open where people could see that, oh, wow, he's being baptized. Um, I wouldn't just encourage us, you know, it's good to talk about all of these things, Jesus, Daniel. And it might seem like it's impossible as it were. It seems like it's stuff that can't happen. But... It's very possible to be filled with the Holy Spirit in these times. And when we talk about that infilling, it's not just only, you know, in, in terms of spiritual things, so um, healings and things like that. It's also even in the quality of decisions that we make. So you have a business proposal. You have um, a business meeting. You have a business idea. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, it will determine. It will determine, you know, the decisions that you make. It will determine the decisions that you make. Um, Jesus was filled with power. Daniel was filled with power, and I want to also talk about love. Love and the Holy Spirit work hand in hand. You cannot be filled with the Holy Spirit and you're not working in love. It, you know, you won't really walk in the maximum as it were. You cannot say that, oh, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit and then I cannot love. Because God is love and his spirit is love. That's the embodiment of who God is, love. Um, I don't know what our constraints are, but I think that we can walk in power I think that is possible. How many of you think it's possible?
How many of you think it's possible for the Holy Spirit to fill you in these times? You know, this is the best time for us to even be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is the best time. Because when is the best time for light to shine? In darkness. The world is so dark right now. And the world needs light. The world needs our light. Um, you know, another way to be filled is that you desire that feeling. Is that you desire it. You know, you won't just sit here and say, oh, they said feeling. Okay, it will happen. I believe faith. You need to desire it. And desiring is, I'll say it's something that you do for eternity. You, you can never really stop desiring the feeling of the Holy Spirit. So what is our prayer life like? Do we do it casually and think that um, we're walking power? And think that we will heal the sick? And think that we will raise the dead? Raising the dead is not just only dead bodies. I mean, even dead situations. So someone comes and says, oh, they are believing God for the fruit of the womb. A person is barren. You can speak life. Because there is power in your tongue. A scripture says that ye are gods. Why, you, why do you then walk like slaves? Does that make sense? First time I saw it, I said, ah, God's care. Hey, there's God in heaven. For ye are gods. That's what the Bible says. Which means that the same nature that God carries, we carry it. And if your, if your life is not portraying that same nature as it were, it means the Holy Spirit is not at work in you <laughs> as he should be. And that's just the truth. I want to encourage someone here tonight. Um, all of these things that we've read about Jesus, about Daniel, about Stephen, about Paul, Peter, John, I mean, the Bible even says that we have the more better promise than Daniel had. So all of those things that they did in the Old Testament, the Bible talks about the fact that we have a better promise. So the, the works that we will do is even greater than the works that they did. So, you know, the truth is how far you would really go with God is, is you determine it. Because the Bible says that my spirit will not strive with man forever. So what are, what are you doing exactly to allow the Holy Spirit to have his way? Are you giving him free flow? So even in the littlest of decisions, are you allowing him to take control? Or are you saying, oh, I have it. I have the knowledge. I know it. It's good to have the knowledge. But because we are children of God, our own way of making decisions is different cannot be by head knowledge. If Daniel did by head knowledge, I don't think we'll talk about him today. We'll probably just say, ah, like we, like we have Jacob and Esau Asaru. That would probably just be in person, in mocking. I don't know if anybody here is struggling and um, it seems like all of these things we talk about, all this healing of the sick, all these things, wisdom, strength, power, 
that it seems so strange to me. But we need to be deliberate, must be consistent, to walk in the fullness of the spirit must be consistent. Your prayer lives, your f you must fast. That's just the honest truth. You must fast. See, Jesus, before he began his ministry, he took out time, 40 days and 40 nights, to fast and pray. Why did the Son of God need to do that? And when you read the Bible, you need to read into actions. Actually, when you read about Jesus, read into his actions. There's a reason. He didn't just do it because Ah, I want to show them power. Son of God has come, Jesus. No. He did it because he needed to be in tune with the Father. I will not just go into ministry like that. I need to set the place spiritually first before I come out. So that, And then it was because he had already taken all of that time out. Then we saw the manifestation in power, in glory, healings. And then he still said that he who believes... Greater works than I did shall he do. Which other greater work do we want to do again? I like us to stand on our feet tonight. And um, I don't know where you're struggling. I don't know where it is. I don't know. I don't know where you're struggling. I also want to just say a sincere prayer to the Lord tonight. And just say, Lord, I need your grace. Lord, I need your grace. I need your grace. I need your grace, oh God. I recognize that I cannot do it all by myself. It is not of my power. It's not by my might, oh God, but by your spirit, says the Lord. It is not by my power. It is not by my might, but by your spirit, says the Lord Jesus. I need someone to just ask for grace tonight. Father, Lord, we ask for grace, oh God. Where we are struggling, oh God, Father, Lord Jesus, we say we do not want to live below the standard that you have set for us, oh God, Lord. There is a higher calling in us. There is a higher calling. There is a higher calling. There is a deeper calling, oh God, for the sons of God. Lord God, we give of ourselves to you, oh Lord Jesus. Tonight, Lord, we say, would you have your perfect flow in us? Would you have your perfect will in us? Just have your way. Have your way. I need someone to submit of themselves tonight. Submit of themselves tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give of ourselves, oh God. We give of ourselves to you, oh God. Holy Spirit, won't you have your way, oh God. I lay everything bare before you. All my struggles, oh God. All my struggles, all my struggles, oh God. In my thoughts, Lord, I lay bare before you. In my unbelief, in doubts, Lord. In doubts, Lord. Thank you for listening to a message from the Life Point Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash lifepointng.